Welcome to the ID Talk podcast. My name is Peter Cantor, and I am the editor-in-chief of Fine Biometrics and Mobile ID World, where we are launching the 20th annual Fine Biometrics Year in Review. That's right, our annual multimedia event, which has grown to feature interviews with industry leaders, crucial biometrics and identity research, and a full-day online summit is two decades old. And to mark that occasion, Fine Biometrics is partnering with Acuity Market Intelligence to level up our research capabilities. This year, instead of looking at how the industry sees itself, we are proactively reaching out to professionals in identity's hottest vertical markets so that we can create forward-looking analysis for biometrics professionals interested in financial services, healthcare, government, travel, and hospitality. On this episode of ID Talk, I sit down with Maxine Most, Principal Analyst at Acuity Market Intelligence, and we talk about how the Fine Biometrics Year in Review has changed. We talk about forward-looking research and analysis that we're producing as customizable reports, and we talk about our initial impressions regarding the current trajectory of our industry. It's always a fun time on the podcast when Max joins us, so here it is. This is my conversation with Maxine Most, Principal at Acuity Market Intelligence, right here on ID Talk. Max, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Peter. I'm really excited about this project. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I always, I mean, I say it all the time in these things, uh, especially when we're working together, but like it's you know, my favorite thing has always been working with you, and it's a big anniversary year for Fine Biometrics. It's a big anniversary year for me. This is going to be my 10th year at Fine Biometrics, which means it's 10 years of working with you, and now we're working even closer, so. I know, and I remember the very first Find Biometrics year in review, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's been a long time, but it's, I, I look, I think it's a testament to um, what five biometrics has brought to the industry that 20 years in, you're still doing this. And I think it's really fantastic that we're going to be working together to take this to a whole new level. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the feeling is, is very mutual in that regard because we've been working closely for, for that whole time. And uh, you know, over 20 years, a lot of things have changed. Um it's it's the same core problems that we're dealing with, but in completely different contexts. It is <laughs> when I put it that way, it sounds negative, but no, it's, it's so interesting <laughs> that you know that, that some of the fundamental issues that this industry has been addressing for 20 years, we are still addressing. And mm -hmm. I think in some ways we've gotten better at some things, and we've certainly seen tremendous progress. I mean, if you just look at even given the COVID pause what's happened in air transportation mm -hmm. where the use of biometrics is now mainstream and we're, we're even looking at the united states tsa talking about e-gates which i think is fantastic and when i start started tracking where we were in that space going back to 2010 looking at just e-passports there the progress has been phenomenal in the last decade mm -hmm. and the fact that these technologies are mainstream the fact that that consumers really want to use biometrics to make their lives easier i think is is incredible and you know we see it over and over again all the research if you look at what consumers are asking for yes they want to use this technology to make their lives convenient. And yes, we still have the privacy issues and they have come to fore in a way 
recently that that you and I aren't surprised by, mm -hmm. but I think in yes, it's a challenge for the industry, but I also think it's good for the industry because we need to get behind the idea that biometrics can be privacy enhancing and that we have a responsibility to consider this data personal, private, confidential, and very um, sensitive. So that to me, those things to me are not bad things. Those are good challenges. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think that it says a lot about the maturity of our industry that we are at the point where we are talking about these things no longer in the abstract. Um, I'm a big fan of saying, you know, yes, biometrics and, I, and digital identity, those are in many ways security technologies. That's where a lot of people put them, uh, you know, in their in their minds. Uh, it's authentication, it's verification, but really what it is, is it's a human technology. It's how we get humanity, humans into digital spaces in, uh, I know it's still a probabilistic way, but in a, in a very, uh, it, it, it's, the, it's the most tangible way that we can bring ourselves into the digital world where we are continually living our lives. Yeah, and we make that link. I mean, I almost 20 years ago, I started talking about this, that biometrics bridged the human machine identity gap. Mm -hmm. That was kind of a kind of a rough way to think about it now. But but that's what we're doing. And, mm -hmm. you know, again, we're, look at what's happened just in the whole financial services realm with IDV, identification, you know, identity verification technologies. In the last few years, the COVID situation gave gave that whole world a huge boost. So we, I think, discussed the inevitability inevitability of the of the technology reaching that height. And yeah, we got a great great boost from COVID. But to me, you know, the challenges we're facing are are the challenges of a tech of a technology that's being adopted and maturing. And mm -hmm. so I think that you know, in terms of what we're going to talk about in the research that we're doing mm -hmm. uh, as part of this 20th year in review uh, launch, I, I think it's going to be really valuable to people. We're really going to dive into those vertical applications, talking to the financial services, talking about travel, transportation, healthcare, you know, places where we're really seeing this technology find purpose mm -hmm. instead of just being cool and, you know, <laughs> Hey, I got this cool thing on my my mobile phone. I mean, it's really transcending that kind of um, initial. It's like a novelty phase. Yeah, it's no exactly. longer a novelty. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's uh yeah, it's the difference between uh, I always like to liken it to uh the adoption of online shopping, you know. At first, some people were scared to put their credit cards online. Other people <laughs> were just like, "Oh, can you believe it? I'm buying a book off of eBay <laughs> or the small now we're, website now we're dating called amazon.com." <laughs> right? And 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 then it was a little bit scary. It was new. It was a novelty. Uh, Netflix used to you get things through the mail, and people were like, "Oh wow, what an online person!" And now we don't think about it. Now we have that in our pocket, along with biometric devices, and yeah, we're getting to, to that. About point. it is when it's not working. Like exactly. I was at Costco yesterday, and I forgot my Costco card, and I'm like, "Oh, I just want to need to, you know, open my app because I had the card in my app. No problem. Only you know there wasn't any Wi-Fi in the store, so I was like, "Wait, how can how can any retail establishment not have good Wi-Fi anymore? Because it's critical. Just even in the store, I rely mm. on 
technology and the presence of um, identity related technologies at Costco. Yeah, it's really weak. It's like, oh, I have to have, you know, a, 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 a QR code generator for my app. And of course, what am I thinking at the time? Why don't I, why don't they just have face biometrics at this place? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. But that's a really good segue into, into what we're doing uh, here is we're, we're sort of, so people who are familiar with the year interview and many people are, we've been doing it for two decades. Uh, traditionally, what we do is we take a, a survey of the industry and we are are looking for what the industry thinks of as the big trends, the hot markets, the top modalities, their opinions on controversial topics like privacy, uh, which we already talked about, like um, uh, you know, new privacy, uh, new regulations, etc. Uh, but this year we are shifting our gaze to look forward. So we're still gonna do an abridged version of, of that like industry, talking about the industry thing, but you and I are digging deep into these verticals, talking to the organizations and giving them sort of a, uh, an opportunity to tell the biometrics industry where they are on their digital transformation roadmap and how identity fits into their further roadmap plans. Um, so that, you know, when people approach Costco, when we think about Costco, we're like, oh, well, you know, they're using QR codes. They could use biometrics. We can show where that that need and adoption readiness is on a large scale. So um, I'm, I'm excited about that, too. We're going to be talking about finance, healthcare, government services, and uh, travel and hospitality. And I think that those are, to no, to no one's surprise, those are sort of the big pillars right now in our space. Yeah, I I just think it, it's going to be a lot of fun sort of um, being able to continue this industry self-reflection, which is what this has been, you know, this year in view has been for 20 years, and combine that with the perspective of the end user communities. And I hope that what we're going to be able to do, because we're just starting this now, we just yeah. get our surveys out, we're starting to get our, our, our uh, responses in, that we can take um take that information and really build kind of meaningful models for the industry to understand where the opportunities are going forward how they can help best serve the end user communities and and also for the end user communities to get a sense of kind of where the state of the market is today mm -hmm. and how they can start um really refining their their digital roadmaps digital identity roadmaps and and so bringing these two sides together i think it's going to be really valuable for for both communities exactly and it, it fits into what we were talking about in terms of um being a mature industry is with maturity comes a lot of risk you you need to be able to make these informed decisions based on strong data good connections being able to understand what you're doing because we're at a point now where people demand identity technologies because their risk is high and um, identity technologies need to be making the right decisions because it, it kind of swings both ways. So yeah, I'm and it's not enough, you know, it's not enough for people to say, oh, I have this really cool technology, right? I have this yeah, exactly. technology capability. It's like, okay, how does that technology capability fit into the framework of a complete solution? Mm -hmm. And how can that technology be adopt, best adopted in the context of a broader 
um, digital transformation roadmap at a Fortune 500 or 1,000 organization because that's where the the future's going. And and I think it's so exciting, you know, that we've seen um, sort of the remote onboarding piece as we as I mentioned earlier become a springboard for adoption, um, particularly around financial services. And so, how is that opening going to then? move across these enterprise organizations so that we start to see that kind of adoption for not just customers, but across all the constituent groups that these large organizations are operating with, staff, vendors, um, suppliers, you know, other third-party service providers. I just think that the, the opportunity to really kind of map that out and to help um, both sides of the equation, both the end user communities and the vendor communities understand that journey is going to be really useful. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's probably uh, where we should leave it before we get too, too ahead. I'm excited. Whenever you and I dig into things, there's always some fun surprises. So I'm excited for what exactly <laughs> what, what we uncover. And so uh, listeners, you know, pay attention, stay tuned to the podcast, but also Fine Biometrics. Max and I are going to be making appearances throughout the rest of the year until February, when on February 15th, we're going to be launching the uh, year in review uh, event. Sorry, it's the, we have a, an online virtual summit that is called the Road Ahead for Biometrics and Identity. And that's where we're going to be launching all of this research. But uh, before then, you're going to be hearing a lot more of us. And uh, yeah, so uh, if anybody listening to this wants to participate in these surveys as well, some easy to use uh, links that you can um, you can follow and 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 fill out these surveys. They're in the show notes, but uh, if you want to type them in right now, it's findbiometrics.com/yir22. That's yir22, uh, and that's for the industry survey. And then if you're a professional in finance, healthcare, government services, or travel and hospitality, go to findbiometrics.com/road dash ahead dash survey that's road ahead survey uh check those out and uh we're looking forward to seeing what you have to say and i hope you're looking forward to seeing what we have to say too so <laughs> that's uh that's that for me thanks again max i'm looking forward to this all right stay tuned everybody So concludes my conversation with Maxine Most, Principal at Acuity Market Intelligence. To participate in the year in review, find the surveys in the show notes and stay tuned to find biometrics as we chart the road ahead for biometrics and identity. I want to thank Max again for joining me on this episode. Our podcast theme music is by Logamrad. I have been your host, Peter Counter. Thank you for listening to the ID Talk podcast. Mm-hmm.